We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, just don't watch. Turn off. You don't have to be ugly, all right? Here we go. I'm going to give you a couple studs and a lower price guy that I like. I'm going to start off with Hideki. I've been riding Hideki all year long. I'm not hopping off now. He has made 23 consecutive cuts on the PGA Tour. Vegas has him 14-1 to to win this event. He's just an elite player, an elite iron player, which I think is going to be key here. These, bunker, these greens are surrounded by heavy bunkering, thick rough, a lot of undulation on these green surfaces. So I think not just hitting the green from your approach shot, but hitting the right level of, of these greens with your approach shot is key. And there's almost none better on the planet than Hideki Matsuyama when he's on and he's been on. I'm not hopping off now, and he's as high as I'm willing to go in the pricing at 16.9 on Fantasy Draft. I'm going to stick with uh, another good ball striker, and that is Sung Kang at $13,300. Now, Sung Kang's kind of a West Coast guy, which means he loves POA. He actually putts way better on POA than any other putting surface that you look at when you check him out over the last uh, 100 rounds or so. Uh, so he putts good on POA. Uh, he's 8 in fantasy points scored over his last 12 rounds. He gets it done. He makes birdies. He makes eagles. If he can avoid the big numbers, he's going to be pretty good. He's got a lot of upside. Uh, he's just a tee to green stud. So if the putter gets rolling on these preferred POA surfaces, I like Sun Kang and I like the value he presents at 13-3. I'm going to give you a, a lower price guy, but first I want to hear from my boy Pat. Pat, what you got? What's up, golf addicts? Pat Perry, glad to be back with you again this week, and we are at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I think I think that's where we are. Yeah, 
Yeah, it says it right here, Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, in Detroit, Michigan at Detroit Golf Club, a new course this week. So, very excited. And I got to say, David, uh, just talking about your picks, Hideki, I don't know. You can't go wrong with Hideki. You love him every week. I love him every week. Uh, one of these weeks, he's actually going to win, and it could be this week. So, I'm going to say week about 50 times, by the way, probably in this segment. But, you know what? Just disregard it. But here we go. We're going to talk about my plays. Uh, by the way, Sun Kang, not a big fan, David. I don't know where you got that. Sun Kang, whatever. I'm just not a big fan. He's a cheater. And so anyway, um, enough about that. All right, my plays of the week. We're going to start with the fade of the week, and that is going to be Brant Snedeker at 15-4 on Fantasy Draft. I don't get it at all. I'm just not going to play him. Look. I know he had a good finish a few weeks ago at the RBC Canadian Open. But outside of that, he really hasn't been all that great. And I'm just not a big fan of paying that kind of price for him. And he's not checking boxes at all. He's 118th in the field in strokes gained off the tee. He's 73rd in strokes gained approach. He's 103rd in opportunities gained. By the way, you got to score this week. These guys should light this course up. And he's not even giving himself chances when it comes to scoring. So, uh-uh, I am not going to play Brant Snedeker at 15-4. If you want to do it, that's fine. I don't care. But I am not going to play him at all. So, I will be fading Brant Snedeker. The bone play this week is going to be Kevin Kisner. I love him. I was a big fan of him last week, and he ended up finishing top 15. And I like him again this week. I think this is a good course for him. Just the old classic Donald Ross design. I think that's a course that he will be just thrive on. It is. It just fits his personality. It fits the courses that he grew up playing. He checks the box in driving accuracy, also in strokes gained off the tee, and he's very good on POA greens. You know what? He, he, he admits that he doesn't like playing those greens, but he putts well on them. So I like that for him. So Kevin Kisner will be the Boom Play of the Week. The flyer play this week is going to be Trey Mullinax at 11-7. Look, not coming in in the greatest of forms, but I do like where his stats are coming in this week as far as checking boxes. He is top 20 in the field in strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained approach, opportunities gained, and par 5 scoring. we got four par 5s out here that they can score on, so I love that for Trey Mullinax. So he will be the flyer play of the week. That's all I got. David, I hope you've got your power back because on the podcast, you uh, you lost your power due to some storms. So I don't know. I don't know if you're going to be coming back to us with some more picks or not, but hopefully, uh, hopefully you are. But that's all I got. Let's get ready for the Rocket, the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Woo! Nice, man. All right, so... Uh... Appreciate you guys checking this out. Appreciate it. Uh, this is always a fun video that we do every week. If you would, leave in the comments below um, maybe your favorite, uh, the highest priced guy that you're willing to pay for on Fantasy Draft this week. Put it in the comments below. Who's the highest priced guy that you're willing to pay up for given this field? It's a pretty weak field. So you got to really go down low for, for your duds if you want to pay up. I'm going to Hideki, no higher. How high are you guys going? Put it in the comments. All right, the last guy I'm going to play, and probably the cheapest guy that I really like at 12000 even, Cameron Tringali. This muscular, dark-haired drink of water 
has been playing pretty well here lately. He is 18th in strokes gained approach over his last 12 rounds. He's always been pretty accurate off the tee. The, the iron play has really stepped up over the last few weeks. Uh, he's 16th in strokes gained putting on POA. When you look over the last 100 rounds, one of the things I like to do when I'm checking out putting stats is I like looking long-term because short-term we know putting can come and go. So I don't really think it makes a lot of sense to look at good putters on POA over the last 12, 24, 30 rounds. I like looking long-term, 50 rounds, 100 rounds, lifetime on their, on the tour, and seeing who really over time clearly puts better on one surface over another because they're more comfortable. And when you look at that long-term number, Cameron Tringali, 16th in this entire field of 156 players in strokes game putting on POA. I like it. I like the value that he brings. Cameron Tringali is one of my low guys. Hopefully he can keep it going. So there you go. Thanks for watching the video. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. We'll be back next week. In just a couple more weeks, we'll have the Open Championship. It's going to be a good time. May your screens be green. See ya. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Yahoo Tournament Show here on Roto-Grinders. I am Britt Devine, uh, here with Grant Niefer, a.k.a. Turd Ferguson. Uh, Grant, uh, a little bit different slate today, right? We've been hammering these 8, 9, 10 over-unders, uh, the super high totals for basically the past couple of slates, and uh, we're, we're back to kind of normalcy in the DFS world. I mean, we're back to normalcy in the fact that we have five aces on the slate. A lot of actual good ballpark. If you take the entire slate or the entire day, then we had plenty of them. Just they all happen to be on the earlier slate. But, yeah, there's definitely – I don't see any seven or eight implied team totals. So, this is weird. It's been a few days. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. And, then, and you didn't play any of the day baseball. But uh, the day baseball today, it's got me tilting. So, I'm, I'm chasing those losses today, Grant. 
uh, playing some tournaments, Yahoo, DraftKings, uh, looking to have a fun, fun, uh, a fun night of uh, DFS baseball. But uh, lots of fun stuff to talk about going on both here at Roto Grinders and uh, specifically on Yahoo, because you know, on draft, right? I talk about all those best balls you can do. You know, I'm a, I'm a best ball addict. Well, you can do that. I'd say on, you're more of a best ball fiend. Yeah, you can do those on Yahoo now. So if you guys want to play best ball and check out the Yahoo product, uh, I have dropped the link into chat for you guys. It brings you right to the lobby. It uses your same balance that's on uh, the Yahoo DFS site. It's a little bit different than if you've been playing on draft. You got to play a defense. So you, you probably want to wait a little bit on the defenses. Um, but yeah, it's all quick draft. And uh, if you want to try out some best balls on Yahoo, help them kickstart their lobby. Uh, they released it maybe about a week ago. Uh, I've tried one or two of them. And if you guys want to play along and uh, and try to do some of those, uh, I encourage you to do it because I want more best ball, Grant. I, I love best ball and I'm glad Yahoo's entered it. Any any more diversity, any more games, any more ways we have to play fantasy is always a plus in my yeah, and I mean, having two different scoring formats is a great way to, if you're doing hundreds of best balls, I mean, you're going to have slight variation, but if you have two completely different scoring formats, it allows you to get entirely different players um, on your teams and just diversify. So that's all, it's always nice to have multiple different options. I always enjoy that. Yeah, so if you guys ever want to do that, go jump into that. You can just Google too if you're trying to figure out how to do it. It's not on their app yet. It's only on the webpage. They're developing it for the app as well. So if you want to do it, you can just uh, Google Yahoo Best Ball and you can basically find yourself to the link. Or if you want to kind of bookmark that, we'll allow you to play. This isn't a best ball show. We're not doing them. Uh, but I had to let uh, you know that our friends at Yahoo have kind of added it to the mix over there. Uh, a couple other things we have going on over here is uh, we've got that badge promo. Did you see Cheese is Good got himself a month of Roto Grinders Premium last night? Ah, lucky him. He can read his own writing. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah, congrats, yeah. What he scored? Did he get a live final seat and a hundred k? No. So Team Roto Grinders, not me, but like Team Roto Grinders, had themselves a heck of a night last night. I saw Cheese is good won the hundred thousand, and he had his badge in the top, so he gets his month of, of premium. I saw Boggs light up there, and he had his badge in, so he's gonna get a free month of premium. I saw Kirk D shipped like a live final seat and won some money. Uh, Team RG had themselves quite the night. Squirrel Patrol won some money too. He always wins the money, but that's that's really uh. Uh, just a daily occurrence for him. But uh, big congrats to all of Team RG. And, and basically what I was getting at is we have the show your badge promo um, where if you put your badge in either FanDuel or DraftKings, load them onto the app or the website, if you use the Roto-Grinders badge and you happen to win uh, or place top 10 in specific tournaments, you can get yourself a month's worth of Roto-Grinders premium. And that's like 40 bucks. So it's really no, you know, it's not like cheap or anything like that. So uh, we've got some people that have added their badge uh, recently. Fly Eagles 12, Manny taking over, look behind you. Oh, wait, that was just a screen. I thought Devin was messing with me for a second, giving me these screen names. He was sneaking up on me. But thanks to you guys uh, for popping that Roto-Grinders badge onto all the sites for us. And uh, there's a, a nice thread that Roto or uh, Devin has put uh, into the chat if you guys want some more information. But uh, an easy way, hey, if you're going to bink a tournament, you might as well get something on top of it too, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm a little distracted for reasons I won't say. All right, yeah. I mean, that's that's a minute occurrence for you. 
Yeah, yeah, it's minute by minute. But also, <laughs> look up the word definition of fiend. It's a lot, a lot more, a lot worse than I thought it was. Yeah, there's uh oh yeah, because you called me that uh, before, you know during the show. But uh let's jump into some Yahoo talk today. We've had kind of a set little Yahoo schedule where we kind of make you guys a lineup and and talk about our best plays. And we've decided we're switching it up on you, right? We don't want you to get too comfortable. And we don't really talk a lot of game by game on the on the shows too much anymore. And that's what I want to do today. Is I want I want to talk game by game because I think it allows for a little bit better analysis and a little bit better flow. We'll we'll get you some of the plays uh, that we're going to be using towards the end of the show. But uh, I want to start game by game. So if you guys want to follow along, uh, just open up Yahoo, and we're just going to go game by game by what's on Yahoo here. So Grant, our first game of the night: Mets Phillies. Uh, we've got Jason Vargas, not using Jason Vargas tonight. Um, but I want to talk to you about Pavetta. If you pull up uh, plate IQ, he has some strikeout potential. Uh, I don't think he's as much in play on Yahoo because there's a, a couple of very clearly underpriced, uh, what I would call stud pitchers going tonight. But what's your overall take of Pavetta around the industry, uh, especially? It looks like kind of pitching ownership is going to be pretty pretty jumbled up no no one really super high owned um so maybe sorbent to pavetta uh i like the mets offense some too but i think there's some reason to want to take pavetta honestly i think there's more reason to play or more yeah more reason to play pavetta over on yahoo than there is over on other sites the morning grind last night and had no interest in playing him kind of looking into his numbers more like this month of june he hasn't been too bad and what we want on yahoo is the ability to go late into games he's put up 116 and 105 pitches in his last three start twice in his last three starts and the only reason he didn't go up over 100 in his last one was because he was getting shelled yeah he got to 92 and was still getting rocked yeah so any team any pitcher that can go late into the games that kind of have interest in i mean the chalk at pitcher is just going to be so extreme over on yahoo today because of pricing mm-hmm. that if you can't afford all the way up for the two main guys and you need to pivot Honestly, like I like Gallon, but I think Pavetta is not a bad way to go there. He does have strikeout upside if we look at his past numbers. He's been off and on this year, and but recently he's shown some upside. The Mets have enough strikeouts in their roster that I think, honestly, I'm starting to go more and more towards Pavetta as a potential tournament option over here on Yahoo. Yeah, I don't think he's 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 not the best play, but I don't he's certainly not the worst play tonight. Uh, I, I like a Mets stack too against somebody baseball. You can hedge, you can do a lot of weird stuff. Um, so I'm gonna have a hundred tournament teams over on DraftKings tonight. I'm gonna have some Pavetta, and I'm definitely gonna have some Mets stacks as well. So maybe we can talk a little offense against Pavetta too. While they do have some strikeouts, uh, especially uh, against both the lefties and righties. There's some reasonably good bats. McNeil's been hitting well. Alonzo can take anybody deep. Uh, Cano, you know, maybe you get zero, but maybe, maybe you can get like six fantasy points out of a guy like Cano. Conforto, Frazier, Smith, they have enough power. Ramos is always a tough out. There's reasons to like this Mets offense. And if you pull up uh, the starting lineups page, you know, it's 88 degrees, the wind's blowing out, and uh, I've got the weather edge tool, uh, a nice bump. In home runs, 20% home runs, 10% plus in total runs. So while I think Pavetta is certainly is in play, we'll talk about the Phillies offense in a second, but you could certainly play the Mets offense as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's baseball. You can do anything, and Pavetta has been destroyed at certain times during the season. He is a guy that is a bit worse versus lefties, and outside of Alonzo, lefties are kind of what we're targeting in this offense. The price is cheap on both Cano and Dominic Smith. 
So yeah, you can definitely play some Mets bats here. Yeah, I I, I do like the Mets as a, a little bit of a contrarian stack. I wouldn't expect the you know anybody. Let's say you got in that rake free tournament earlier in the day on Yahoo, you probably aren't going up against too many Mets stacks if you, if you try to roll one of those out or you try to jump in any of the tournaments right now. So uh, I do like the Mets, but I definitely, definitely like the Phillies offense today because you've got Vargas who, uh, you know, if you're a follower of the bat, the Var- Var- it'll sometimes spit out Vargas at you, but Vargas is one of the worst pitchers in the league. He's going up against a lineup that just looks like it should smash him. And some of these guys like Real Muto on Yahoo is probably one of the core plays of basically any lineup you should make today. Hoskins, in my opinion, is almost like a guaranteed home run today. Uh, Segura, Kingery, this lineup set up to really get to Vargas. Then you get into the bullpen. That whole Mets team is in turmoil today. So the Phillies have one of the highest totals, if not the highest on the slate. And uh, I, I certainly think they're worthy of the ownership they're going to get. Well, I mean, who has the highest streak of starts without giving up more than three earned runs on this entire slate? Uh, is that Vargas? It is Vargas. Oh, man, that ends tonight, my friend. Uh, yeah, in all likelihood, it probably does. Vargas is a guy that just doesn't seem to get like beat up too often. I don't think I'm going – people are going to be on a Philly stack. People always stack against Vargas. And it rarely works out that well. I'm going to have some individual bats, and I like the pricing on a few of these bats. Real Muto, I think, is one of the two top uh, catcher plays on this entire slate over on Yahoo. He's only priced at twelve dollars. I think. Like, what's he? Eighteen to twenty dollar player you're getting for twelve bucks today? Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, his price is just silly right now, and so Real Muto's probably the top point per dollar catcher play on the slate. I might be paying up for a different guy, but he is very much in play. Hoskins. If you want to stand up at first base, I don't mind him. Again, Vargas doesn't give up a huge amount of bombs. He may be due for some huge negative regression, but it just hasn't really shown yet. And I like Hoskins, but there are some cheaper options at second base over on Yahoo. Looking at second baseman, Cano is just super cheap there. And I'd rather pay up for a different guy, but Cano is very much in play. I don't mind Franco, uh, in all honesty. He's one of my favorite plays from this game. He's not going to be played too much. Third base is kind of a tough position over on Yahoo. And Franco's only $7, batting eighth, good hitter, and not going to draw much ownership. He had a bomb last night. I think that he's very much in play. Outside of them, I mean, Segura's too cheap at $10. Most of these Philly players are just too cheap. You can get a five-man stack and still fit in both Corbin and Boyd over on Yahoo. That's the reason why I might have more exposure to them is just because of price, not because I actually believe that Vargas is going to get blown up, although he very well may because it can happen at any given time. I'm going to pull up. We do have ownership for uh, projected ownership up. So let's see here what we got. So we made a new addition if you're a premium member. And I've I've asked for this, I think, for like three years. And I showed up yesterday, and I am thrilled to have it. So ownership is now on the starting lineups page. So you can see Pavetta's coming in at 12. And, you know, Segura, Harper, Hoskins, Real Muto, you can see that they're carrying some of the highest ownership of the night. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I love the love that ownership stuff on the starting lineups page. I just noticed that yesterday it's a great addition, makes things way easier for me. Um, yeah, it's just it's just nice to be able to have projections, salary, and ownership all on the starting lineup page. You have literally everything that you could possibly need yeah. just on the starting lineups page if you have premium. So thank I, you. That uh, tip to whoever I don't know who that was. I I asked Nick. I didn't hear back, but whoever made that uh, possible in the Roto Grinders world, 
thank you for making our dreams come true because that is really a, a big time saver for us uh, and basically all premium members. Uh, yeah, so uh, in this game, Real Muto, uh, you mentioned Franco. Franco, just 6% ownership and perfect tournament play, right? You need a cheap third baseman that can hit a home run. He's like the absolute, you know, that's, you know, min price. Uh, that's a great pickup from, from you on your, your call on Franco. I like that quite a bit. Um, let's move on to the next game, which is Texas at Detroit. And I guess we'll start with what's going to be one of the chalkier pitchers of the slate. And that's going to be Matt Boyd. Uh, I know he's facing Texas, but you look at this lineup against lefties and it's loaded with uh, a bunch of strikeouts and Boyd's been one of the best pitchers in all of the league. If you look at some advanced statistics he, he you know, he ranks up there pretty high in a lot of them, not a lot of power, plenty of strikeouts to both sides of the plate. The Detroit lineup isn't really scary at all. Uh, I know Castellanos still has good numbers versus lefties. He's maybe the one-off that you might want to use. Um, but Boyd, uh, along with Corbin, are, are probably the top two plays. My question to you is, let's say you only had to choose one of them. Is it going to be Boyd or is it going to be Corbin for you? I'm going to be playing both in a lot of lineups, and a lot of people are going to be doing the same. So if you're trying to play in tournaments, which one would you prefer? Oh, it's Boyd, and it's not really close to me. I think a lot more people are going to be on Corbin with the perceived safety that comes with facing Detroit, but Boyd has so much more upside. They allow him to go late into games because that Detroit bullpen is just – it's its bad. It's very bad. Like, they'll allow him over 100 pitches if he's pitching well. problem is he hasn't been pitching well, or at least he hasn't been limiting runs in his last four starts, and they still let him get up to 99 pitches. He's going up against a Texas team that's incredibly – lefty uh heavy have we gotten a lineup for them yet yeah we have so it's not quite as bad as i thought but you still have calhoun guzman gallo mazara all in the lineup here that's a lot of lefties and he like gallo's a worry to hit the ball the ballpark, ballpark every single time he comes up to bat but boyd is an incredible strikeout guy going up against gallo's 40 percent k rate and he's an extreme ground ball guy so the chances of gallo actually hitting a bomb here really are not that great the strikeout upside there is there with the low walks that he has. He has the more potential to go later on into the game, which is very important over on Yahoo. Everything kind of sets up perfectly for him. I think that he's the guy. And in all honesty, Corbin hasn't been in great shape recently outside of his last start. I don't really want to use Corbin outside of cash. Yeah, this K rate, I've circled it. You're not seeing my screen, but the viewers can. Just one, two, three, four, five, six in the red a lot of them in the deep red only andrews is basically the only low strikeout player in this entire lineup so this just looks like a premier strikeout matchup i know the weather isn't the most cooperative 86 with the wind blowing out if this was 60 you know if it was 69 degrees and there was no wind this would be a seven and a half total instead of eight and a half but just the weather and the wind has kind of boosted it up and uh, i just think boyd should be uh, along with corbin the highest price pitchers on the slate and they're coming at a significant discount. They're just way too cheap. So I'm expecting uh, Boyd to carry extreme ownership. I actually pulled up uh, Corbin is currently 4% more than Boyd, basically like a toss-up. Pretty much uh, every sharp player is going to have both of them. I, I think I lean Boyd slightly as well. I think he has a, a little bit more strikeout upside, can go deep into the games. And you look at that Marlins lineup, it's all right-handed. So when we get to Corbin in a second – You'll kind of see why I think we prefer Boyd uh, over Corbin. Um, what about 
let's say you want to get different in a tournament. I mean, Mike Miner has been pretty good this year. He's getting out of Texas. He's going into Detroit. It's just he, he shouldn't be $9 more than Boyd or Corbin and he is today. And I think he's, what, the second highest price pitcher on the slate, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Where are we? Where does Miner fit in the pecking order today? Well, Mike Miner is the only other guy on the slate to not allow more than three runs in his last 10 starts. Fun fact for you there. Um, but he's he can go later on to games. Detroit's not a great lineup. Well, they are quite a bit better versus lefties than they are versus righties. Miner is a bit splits neutral-ish. Um, just his pitch type kind of leads that. All he does have a good slider. He has a good changeup, and that can induce some soft contact there. Going up against Detroit, like there's strikeouts in this lineup, and Miner's going to come in at almost no ownership because of his price tag, and even like the fact that Morton's two dollars more and perceived as a much better pitcher, which he might very well be. Um, he still has a tough matchup too. So, like, the weather kind of scares me off minor. I don't mind playing him in tournaments. The problem is the bats that I want are all just above the price tier where I need that extra money, extra $9 going up from Boyd or Corbin that I don't know if I'm going to have any exposure to minor over on Yahoo. But it makes sense. It makes sense from a game theory aspect. It makes sense from an upside aspect. And Corbin and Boyd are both in spots where they can get absolutely blown up. It's not like it's automatic that they're going to have a good start. This is good hitting conditions over in Texas, and Corbin has been volatile recently. So I don't really mind minor, but I don't think I'm going on my way to roster. I'm not really. Um, so in my 100 lineups, I don't think I'm actively going to allow any stacks of either of these teams tonight. Uh, I don't really love the offenses. I think both pitchers are good. Maybe I give some exposure to like two and three man stacks, but as far as the main stack, I don't really see myself going there too much uh, with either of these. Maybe a Castellanos as a one-off, maybe a cheap to Shields leading off, but yeah, uh, I don't even know if he's going to have enough upside to kind of win you a tournament today. Basically what I'm saying, Grant, Castellanos is my favorite bat in this game if I had to pick one, but uh, I'm certainly not prioritizing. Yeah, I mean, he's probably. I don't think I'm going to play any bats in this game. I get that it's good hitting conditions, but – like it's these are two good pitchers that limit a whole like Boyd limits hard contact in ground balls or fly balls to lefties at one of the most elite rates in the game here. So Gallo Mazzara to the bats I would go with are completely off the board. I get using Andres. I get the fact that you can rely on these bad bullpens to do something. And Castellanos price isn't too bad, but I I don't think I'm going to use anyone over in this game on Yahoo and likely on other sites either. Yeah, the weather edge, I pulled it up. Slight increases to home runs and total runs, but nothing that's really standing out to me. Um, there, there's there's better uh, overall games. It's just that it's really got to be hot, and the wind's got to really be blowing out in Detroit for to kind of have any major things. It's a pretty Kind of like game. your backdrop right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the wind. It, it's so hot in this room, I got to have the fan blowing on me. So if that's bothering anybody, sorry, you got to – Got to suck it up. The windows in the room, too small to fit an air conditioner in. So I got to have, like, the house system blowing the fan on me to even have, like, not break out in a complete sweat on the show. You don't have central air all throughout your house? I do have central air, but in this room, it's so hot, even with the central air, that I have to have the fan blowing on me. Does that make sense? Just buy a new house, then. Is that simple? I'm in the the (laughs) market. I'm going to look at one tomorrow, by the way. (laughs) Good for you. 
Uh, let's go to the next game, Washington, Miami. And, you know, we just spent a lot of time talking about Boyd. Let's go to Patrick Corbin here, who's the same price. And we've currently got Corbin pegged for just a little bit more ownership than Boyd. And if that's true, I would try to go over, you know, if you only have to pick one, I'm going to take Boyd. And the reason for that is there's just, there's not as much strikeouts in Corbin's game as Boyd. Corbin is, you know, you pull up versus righties, 23% strikeout rate versus righties this year, which is okay, but it's completely right-handed lineup. And a lot of these guys don't strike out to begin with. So while the run prevention, there's red everywhere, right? Except the strikeout column. Run prevention, great. Strikeouts, kind of average. So I think I'm going to take Boyd. I'm going to pray that he gets the upside from the strikeouts while also keeping the runs low. I'm playing both of my cash teams on Yahoo today. Uh, I think Corbin's very safe, but, uh, you know, give me, give me Boyd for the upside. Yeah, I mean, this is just one of the best. Big thing is this is the best ballpark. Like, the difference between these two pitchers, it's yep. Boyd is better, but Corbin has such a better matchup and such a better ballpark. I mean, Corbin and Boyd are just cash game locks, and if you go anything else, you're, you're, there's a decent chance you're going to lose. Let's just put it that way. But like Corbin going up against his Miami team, we don't have that many strikeouts in it. There is some right-handed power, which this entire lineup is just packed with righties. I think they rolled out nine of them today, didn't they? Yeah, they're all they're all righties. But I like let's be real, they're not threatening righties. Not you couldn't give me none of these guys are threatening. I mean, they just don't strike out enough is the problem. Corbin still gives up a decent amount of hard contact to righties. And he only strikes him out at a 23% clip. If it weren't for the ballpark, I, I think that you could easily fade Corbin entirely in tournaments. But the ballpark kind of gives me pause to that. And I don't I don't know if I can do it. Um, it's it's I, I wouldn't be surprised if I have a whole lot of Corbin today. But I think the right move in tournaments is probably to go a little more underweight on him. But it's just because this is baseball. Anything can happen. Your night can be done at the very beginning. Yeah, just like my early slate today. Uh, I want to mention if you guys are over on YouTube, click the like and subscribe buttons if you want to get notified whenever we're on air. Um, you can click the alert button as well. It lets us know we're doing a good job uh, over on the YouTube. I know the YouTube chat, Devin's out there curating all those QQs for us for later in the show. Uh, we appreciate you watching us uh, over there. And if you want to get notifications or you want to kind of help us boost up the ranks over there, uh, click the like and subscribe buttons for us. Um, let's go to the other pitcher in this game because Galen is pretty interesting. He's cheap enough throughout the industry where he's, you know, his ownership's going to be pretty reasonable today. Um, he has some strikeout stuff. And while the nationals lineup is pretty good, you know, trying to get through Eaton and Turner and Rendon and Soto, if he can do that, like, which is a tough task, the bottom of this lineup is filled with strikeouts. He still has a pitcher. He's got the great ballpark we already talked about here. I think Gallon's pretty interesting. Probably my favorite cheap pitcher on Yahoo today, if I was forced to take one, whereas he's coming in at, uh, where is Gallon? 31 bucks. That's easy. You know, you look at some of the guys below him. Valdez is slightly interesting, but I'd take the strikeout uh, ability of Gallon over him. And I'm certainly not playing any of these other guys. So uh, Galen is definitely the cheap, the cheapest pitcher uh, I, I really have consideration for around the industry tonight. Yeah, he's the third best pitcher on Yahoo. He's 
quite possibly the best pitcher over on DK for the price. Uh, it's just, I don't think you need to save the $11, um, but if you want to get different bats and make your lineup a little bit if different. If you want than Trout instead of Otani, you can play Gallon over Boyd or um, Corbin. Corbin. Yeah, he does. Like, he has a higher K rate than uh, than Corbin. And if you're looking for strictly for upside, he's a guy that doesn't – in AAA, I don't think he walked the guys at a huge clip. He can go a little bit later into the game. He's going up against the lineup with a 23.8% K rate compared to a – what is it? 20% K rate or 16% K rate over on the Miami side. So just from strikeout upside, Gallon has more. From ability to go later into the game, Gallon and Corbin are fairly similar. Ability to limit runs, Corbin's obviously got the upside, and that's the only upside, but you're getting an $11 saving that can make you drastically have a bit of a different lineup if you want to do it that way. I really like Gallon here. How much ownership? He's going to be my third highest owned guy in all likelihood. Yeah, on, on Yahoo, he's drawing 34, which I think that I think that makes some sense to me, right? Because it's you're paying for the two guys, and if you're spending down to get an extra bat or to get a stack that you want, Gallon seems to be like the clear guy. So I'm kind of in agreement with that. And even on even on DraftKings, Gallon is is definitely the cheap play of the night for me. You want to know how to make your lineup drastically different? What do you do? Play both of these guys? Take your Boyd and Corbin lineup, re-enter it in the same tournament, and just change. Boyd and Corbin to Gallon and Miner. There you go. Same team, different pitchers. Yeah, or Morton and Miner if you have, or Morton and Gallon if you have the extra two bucks in your salary. Um, as far as bats in this game, what are we looking at? I don't really, I, I don't mind taking a shot on like the Eaton Rendon Soto, but or like Matt Adams, but just nothing's really a priority it's it's really tough in today's baseball world to see a game in Miami be a team that leads the sleet and runs let alone against a reasonably good pitcher so I think the Nationals are more reserved for just kind of one-offs just kind of hoping for a low-owned home run um I don't hate a little bit of a Miami stack which sounds crazy over on DK just because of the pricing yeah like, they're, too, they're too expensive on Yahoo for sure. Yeah, definitely don't use them on Yahoo. But over on DraftKings and big field tournaments, going with Cooper, Anderson, Puello. Puello crushed it over with the Angels while I was there. His minor league numbers don't really show that he'll be that good. But this team has a whole bunch of hard contact. You don't really need home runs considering their price tag. Doubles and a few runs will be more than enough to do it. But doing a little three-man stack so you can pay up for Boyd and a different pitcher is a way to drastically differentiate yourself. Corbin can get hit hard. Corbin can give up some bombs. And this team like has a lot more power than people realize. So I don't mind a little mini stack there over on DraftKings just to save some money and get a little bit of upside. Because I mean Corbin still has a 173 ISO, 319 Woba versus righties. And these are not terrible righties in all reality. Um, let's keep it moving. Go Oakland, St. Louis. And we just talked about the Miami pitcher and the other guy I'm giving some consideration to today. I don't, I don't really roster Adam Wainwright too often, but if I was going to roster Adam Wainwright, it would be a $32 on Yahoo. He's cheap on DraftKings. 
He's very good against righties this year. Uh, a 289 Woba, a 122 ISO, a 24% K rate. He's been gotten absolutely murdered against lefties. It's Matt Olson, and then it's Profar and Taylor. So Olson, Olson, if you're looking for a one-off home run, sounds pretty juicy. But the rest of the lineup strikes out enough, and he's really good against them. They lose their DH. Uh, I know the weather is not ideal. It's 82 with the wind blowing out. But he's a, he's a reasonable favorite. I don't hate Adam Wainwright tonight. I normally someone I don't use, but he is certainly on my radar here. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're alone there. Uh, in the morning grind last night. Wainwright's one of my top three, he's four six, favorite pitchers. Six percent on Yahoo, and Gallon is Gallon is thirty four percent. So I think they're probably a little closer. But I, I certainly think Gallon gets more ownership than Wainwright. Yeah, yeah, I think you might be right. And something to realize is that. Uh, Oakland is losing their DH over in St. Louis. They're incredibly righty heavy. They have Taylor, which I really don't know too much about him. I need to look into a little bit more, but they only have Taylor and Olson Olson of which has a 28% K rate versus righties. Wainwright been crushing righties all season long has a decent enough K rate going against him, And he gets to face a pitcher that doesn't often bat. So I really Really don't mind Wainwright as a pivot off a of gallon. I still think Gallon's a better point per dollar play. I still think Gallon's the more likely guy to get more points, but Wainwright's a decent pivot. And over on, I honestly, if you really want to go different, you want to pay up for all the bats, you can go with a Wainwright Gallon lineup. Yeah, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. I do like Olsen, uh, except on Yahoo. Uh, he's $17, and I think I'm going to play Reese Hoskins for 20 if I'm spending up that much. Uh, I do want to ask you too, Chris Davis is definitely too cheap on Yahoo. What's your how do you handle these pitchers who have these really good splits versus righties? But then Davis has, you know, he hit like almost all of his home runs off right-handed pitching last year. What are we doing with with this specific matchup, Wainwright versus Davis? Davis is so cheap, but I I I think I might forego I know he's gonna be on a lot of optimal teams tonight. I think I might actually end up, you know, kind of giving him the the axe and not using him. Yeah, I don't think you need to use him. Uh, if it were a day with, like, kind of like what we had yesterday, we had Garrett Cole, we had Max Scherzer, we had someone else like Bumgarner that was moderately cheap, and we had Flaherty. You want to pay up for either Cole or Scherzer, and you want to pay up in your SP2 should than one of the other two guys, or you pay up for two aces. In that case, you need to save a little bit of money. Guys like Fernando Reyes yesterday for $12 were worth it. This is not the same day. You don't want to pay up for Minor. You don't want to pay up for Morton. You want to sit with both Corbin and Boyd. You don't need to save that much money, and there are better places to save. There are a lot of good outfield options on this slate. Davis is fine. In tournaments, go ahead and use him. He can yeah. easily hit a bomb. It's only a nine-game slate, so uh, there's going to be – and there's a lot better hitting con- or a lot better pitching conditions on this slate than there normally is. So I don't mind him in tournaments. I don't think you need to go there and cash. You get, you're better off saving money elsewhere at different spots and paying up for some better outfielders. Um, one pitcher I'm definitely not using is going to be Magnin. Just not enough strikeouts. There's bet I'd play Wainwright um, before I would play him for sure. Uh, I am interested in some of the St. Louis bats. The Magnin's just not good at all. Um, you've got Edmund, you know, Magnin and Edmund. You can almost like make their name. You just need a couple extra letters from Magnin to make Edmund or, or the other way around. Either way, uh, he's cheap. Probably don't need him today. You can use him if you want to at second base. Um, you've got Cano's a dollar more. 
You've got Altuve at second, who's reasonably priced. I don't think you need Edmund. I think he's a little bit more in play on DraftKings. Goldschmidt's definitely too cheap. De Jong's too cheap. Uh, Jose Martinez too cheap. You can get a Cardinal. Cardinal stack is way too cheap for the upside they present. And uh, I, I think that's going to lead, as you can see here, 15%, 14%, at least on the main names, some reasonable ownership on those guys. Yeah, the main thing is none of these guys are my favorite option at the position. Yeah. So we start with Edmund, rather go Altuve. Goldschmidt, rather go up to Hoskins, down to Aguilar. DeJong, rather go up to Bregman or down to Segura. Ozuna, he's fine. Uh, Jose Martinez, if you really need a cheap option. Molina, rather go up to uh, Real Muta. So they're not the greatest at any position. I'm probably going to forgo them in tournaments for the most part and go to other better options. But a stack is absolutely in play where you can fit in. You can probably do a minor Morton stack with five, six Cardinals here and make a decent upside team that's going to be incredibly contrarian. Yeah, I do like the Cardinals uh, as a little bit of a stack today. They're cost savings too. So if you wanted an expensive stack, just throw in a, if you want two or three Cardinals, right? Throw in, you can throw in DeJong, Goldschmidt and Edmund at the top of the order and those guys cost nothing gives you the best pitching you want along with the best bats elsewhere um an interesting way to make Yahoo uh tournament lineups tonight uh let's go I I just want to restate uh I if you're looking for a one-off home run today uh, I absolutely love Matt Olson uh Braves Cub is the next game Dallas Keuchel you Darvish don't really love either one of these pitchers today. If if I had to take one, I think I'd actually take Keuchel against the Cubs. I don't, I don't really want Darvish against the Braves. I like uh, a couple of the lefties. Give me a Freeman. Give me a Marcakis. Give me Albies and McCann. That makes for a nice little four-man Braves stack. If you go to plate IQ, uh, Darvish has really given it up to lefties this year while being uh, pretty good against righties. So you can see here, right, versus righties, lots of green, versus lefties, high Woba, high ISO, strikeouts take a, a big tick down. So I like the Atlanta lefties quite a bit today, just a, an overall very tough lineup to get through. And if you pull up the Cubs side, you know, they, they got Bryant, right, and they got Riz, or, uh, Baez. The rest of these dudes stink versus left-handed pitching this entire season. I mean, even Rizzo's like, okay, but he's not great. Everyone else, it's just a whole bunch of deep red. And when you see that on plate IQ, it should really perk up that maybe there's something here that not a lot of people are thinking. It's just, do you really want to use Dallas Keuchel? Because what is really Dallas Keuchel's upside? It's not really a lot. So don't really see myself with too much Keuchel. Uh, don't really have a lot of interest in Darvish. Uh, but a force to choose, I guess I'd take Keuchel over Darvish. Yeah, um, I I'd take Darvish over Keichel. Uh, Darvish has more upside. It's a tough matchup, but Keichel we haven't seen in a while. Didn't do great his first time out. They did let him go a little bit later into the game, and the price is all right, but I don't really feel the need to go with him. Darvish can strike out pretty much anyone. Uh, he's got great stuff. It's just all about his control, and he's had control recently. With a high K rate, lower ownership because people are worried about the matchup, I, I'd rather go with Darvish. As for bats, Bryant and Baez are too cheap over on Yahoo at $17 and $15. Yeah. And Rizzo isn't the worst idea in the world if you can't go up to Hoskins. Outside of them, I only want those three players. If you can get all the way up to Freeman, if you have enough money, that's fine. But really, it's Bryant and Baez are the two guys you want from this game. And yeah, Darvish should make something different. I don't mind Contreras either, right? If you go look at uh, Real Muto's ownership at 21%, uh, you're going to get uh, Contreras at about half of that for $1 more. So if you're playing it from a game theory perspective, is uh, 
Real Muto twice as likely to be Contreras tonight? Probably not in terms of fantasy points. Uh, so I, I do like Contreras as a swerve if you were trying to move off the chalk. Um, you know, if you're just playing Real Muto, maybe spend an extra dollar and, and get Contreras in there. But uh, I like the Braves lefties against Darvish. Freeman, he's so expensive, so it's really tough to use him. But you can, you know, Marcakis with Albies, McCann, you get a lower in the, the order stack. Um, and I know the wind's not blowing out in Wrigley, but hasn't really helped any balls fly out of the park in the past couple of days. So maybe the wind blowing in can maybe help that because it, it certainly with the wind blowing out didn't do too much. But um, I think if I had to pick, uh, I agree, Baez and Bryant definitely way too cheap. Give me the Braves lefty stack, then give me Keuchel, and then give me Darvish. And, and I think you like Darvish uh, a little bit more than Keuchel, right? Yeah, I definitely do. How crazy would it be if they, like – put something up to block the wind without telling anyone and just didn't did, announce it. Did you hear it was in Texas? Did you like, they had yeah. the, the windscreen, but the storm broke it all down. And so like the wind, the wind until that's fixed is they don't really know what's going to happen in Texas with that. So like, you know, you got to play with mother nature sometimes, but it's interesting. I don't think, I think someone at Wrigley would be taking pictures of these giant construction things being put up. Maybe, maybe they made it invisible. This is true. There, there are some uh, wizards out there. Uh, I want to talk about the Angels and Cincinnati game because I'm not really interested in either pitcher here. Uh, you look at Tanner Roark, and can you not even play Maui? Where'd... I guess, can you not do that on Yahoo today? I guess you can't even do that on Yahoo today. So, or, oh no, Berea. You can't play uh, Jaime Berea. But uh, I'm not interested in these guys today. What I'm interested in is I'm interested in a $10 Eugenio Suarez. That is way too cheap. Uh, Berea just gets absolutely rocked by the right-handed pitchers. Uh, you can play uh, Senzel and Puig too. They are a little bit more expensive. But Suarez, I'd imagine, is going to be one of the key pieces of a lot of people's cash games tonight. And on the Angels, Roark, he gets crushed versus the lefties. So you've got Otani. You've got La Stella. Uh, you've got uh, Calhoun. You could play those guys pretty easily. You could play Bohr. Not even to mention there's this guy, his name's Mike Trout. And, and you can get to Mike Trout pretty easily tonight if you want to. I This game has a lot of interest for me in bats. Um, I'm, I'm going to be overweight on, on these teams in my stacks tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah, I definitely don't mind at all. I mean, like you said, Roark's been terrible versus Lefty so far this year, and there's a few of them in this lineup that can mash. Uh, they're not going to go terribly heavily owned. They're one of the they're the fourth or fifth uh, highest implied team total team on the slate. Suarez is too cheap. If you can't get up to a guy like Bryant, he's the way to go. The rest look at, of the look at these rest. numbers on Bur. So I pulled up Berea from last year. So back from 2018, a 370 WOBA. Uh, almost a 200 ISO, no strikeouts. He's like extreme reverse splits pitcher. Yeah, I'm trying to let me see why. Yeah, slider's just kind of trash. That's 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 pretty much why. So like Su Suarez, uh, one of my favorite plays. I still think you can mix in a couple of the lefties, but uh, Suarez, Senzel, and Puig are definitely uh, the targets for me. That the Angels side looks really juicy. Uh, if you flip over the plate IQ, you can see Roark versus lefties this year. Uh, going back to 2018, obviously uh, a pretty big split there. But if you go to this year, it's even more pronounced. It's just all red on the entire versus lefty side. 
you know, we've got Altuve, we've got Cano. I think I'm playing La Stella leadoff against uh, Roark here. This looks like too good to be true. He had the inside the park home run to win cheese a hundred thousand dollars last night. Uh, why can why can't he do that for my lineup? I mean, he can. I think I'd rather <laughs> go with Altuve. Um, I, I I get it, right? But uh, I don't know. I like I like La Stella and Otani is like a centerpiece of my teams today. Yeah, man, as he should be. He's a little bit too cheap over there. He has tons of power. He's crushed crush righties throughout his entire career which has not been that long but i mean just look at all the way back since he came into the league 434 woba 344 iso versus righties and rorick has struggled significantly with lefties so yeah yeah use otani use calhoun use listel use Bohr. yeah I, I like this game for some offense tonight so um i don't know if i was on sharp side swipe uh swipe the over specifically i like the over on the angels side trying to do anything over on sharp side tonight uh let's go pirates houston uh let's talk valdez first because he's right in the price range of a couple oh actually i guess we'll skip around here so he's right in the price range of a couple of the other pitchers we want to use um probably a little bit of a hot start uh i think he came a little bit back down to earth in his his last time out don't expect a ton of strikeouts from him given the matchup his minor league stuff isn't really full of strikeouts either where do you stand on him and into uh, you know Miami and we got Wainwright uh, I think I'd just rather use the other two pitchers uh we just got a Pittsburgh lineup here um let's see I'll refresh plate IQ I'll see what I'll see what we got here yeah I'm refreshing also but Valdez over on Yahoo I really don't have much interest on him um he's not going to go late into the game which is worth a little bit more over there I do have interest in him over on DraftKings, but he's pitched well recently. He had a bad start against the Yankees, which the lefty versus the Yankees, anyone is going to get get real, really into trouble there. This lineup that they put out, there is some stri- a little bit of strikeout upside, about half of it. They're not, you don't worry about them too much. Valdez is an extreme ground ball pitcher, decent K numbers. I just don't think I can go with him just because he might not go. 90 pitches tonight and um, yeah the, the other like Wainwright has a much better chance of going a little deeper into the game and, and so does Gallon. yeah and th- I just don't think if this year there's a lot of deep red but it's very very limited sample size so if you pull back to 2018 on the Pirates and the strikeouts look a, a lot less um like there's going to be quite a few less of them in the lineup tonight compared to this year's stats um so you know I think I'll have a fine outing just not on my fantasy radar compared to some of the other pitchers today. Uh, definitely uh, not going to be using uh, a grozzle. Uh, I'm all about the Houston bats today. This lineup is nearing full health, uh, a very tough lineup. Uh, even Tyler White and Chirinos at the bottom look pretty good. Um, but with Springer, Altuve is just way too cheap. $15 for Altuve. If you can get him in there, that looks great. Uh, if you're playing cash games and you want some tournament upside, Brantley is is one of my favorite players in the league for those type of things where you're you know very unlikely to leave you with a zero um, but also brings some of the upside Uh, lots of good players behind him if he gets on Alvarez is definitely hitting the home run there's a lot of ways to stack this team the bottom of it's cheap Altuve's too cheap Bregman's too cheap so you just get these guys at a a pretty big discount and uh, I, I like them quite a bit. Yeah, and people kind of forget last time this team was fully healthy, and I get Correa's down there, so they're not fully healthy, but they have Alvarez, so I'll take Alvarez over Correa almost any day. 
Uh, when they were fully healthy, they were putting up eight, nine runs a night almost every single night. It was ridiculous. They were looking like the Yankees. And then, obviously, everyone got injured. Things changed a bit. But they, the pricing on these guys is just too cheap. A stack's fully in play here. The top options are probably Altuve and Bregman, if you want to pay up for him instead of Segura or DeJong, or if there's one other person that I think is viable at shortstop. But in any case, he's he's one of the best plays at shortstop on this entire slate over on Yahoo if you want to pay up a little bit. Um, but, yeah, and Brantley's 16 bucks. Everyone's a good play here. They're going up against a rookie pitcher who's not great. They can easily crush him. I really like the Astros. Uh, yeah, every I think the Astros on Yahoo look to be pretty chalky. Maybe not the chalkiest team, but uh, I would make an Astros tournament stack for sure over there tonight. Uh, let's go Tampa Bay, Minnesota. The battle of the – I like these pitchers, but I don't love them tonight. They're probably both a little bit overpriced compared to Boyd and uh, Corbin. Which one of the – I think I'd take – Oda Rizzi at his price tag just the price tag on Morton is probably a little bit too high for me so I, I think Oda Rizzi is a fine swerve pay up to be contrarian on Yahoo today I don't mind him on on DraftKings either um, but at these prices on Yahoo I think I'd take Oda Rizzi over Morton I think I'd rather go with Morton over Oda Rizzi Oda Rizzi's due for some huge negative regression he's an extreme fly ball pitcher with a lot of hard contact Going up against a team, like, it's bums. Uh, they're playing away from Tampa Bay, so they get a ballpark upgrade. I honestly have some interest in playing the Rays. I mean, Choi, $13, a little too cheap. Lau, $15, a little too cheap. Fam, $17, a little too cheap. Meadows, $15, way too cheap. Garcia, $15, way too cheap. Adamas, minimum price. Zunino, minimum price. These, I really like the Rays might be my top stack. On the site, they're going to come in at no ownership because of Odorizzi, and he's due for some massive, massive negative regression here. Yeah, flyball, flyball. I'm here's here's what I like is the 31% K rate to lefties so far this year. So that's gonna Lau and Choi and Meadows and Kiermeyer, the guys you're really concerned about. Maybe he can strike a few of them out. That's where I was coming from. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean it's completely rational to play Odorizzi. But if you're talking for tournament upside, then he he could be. Both. I mean, both you could play either pitcher, and I think you can play either offenses. And I'm I'm certainly going to have stacks of both teams in my hundred teams tonight, and I'm certainly going to have both pitchers in my player pool. Yeah, yeah, that's entirely fair. That's not a bad idea at all. Man, oh gosh, I'm every time I look at the Rays, I get fall more and more in love. Uh, Who's your Meadows Meadows at 15 on Yahoo is uh that that's probably one of the better plays if you were trying to get a guy. I may use him in cash. Yeah, I think he's he was like the second guy out of cash consideration for me. You have Brantley, you've got Otani. They cost a little bit more, but you have the money tonight to get those guys if you want. So I think I'm gonna go those guys over Meadows, but uh, I, I wouldn't call you a donkey for playing Meadows. Um, yeah, uh, Meadows right. and Bryant or Meadows and Davis are like two of the same guys in not great matchups that have huge upside and are great. Um, so they're perfect GVP plays, just pivots off guys like Brantley. Yeah, and I know Morton's good and he's probably going to strike out some of the twins, but you can play the twins against anybody because of the, the home run upside they present. So uh, I'm, I'm not going to have a ton of them but I will certainly have some twin stacks just there, you know, like the, the Yankees sort of where they just, the, the whole lineup has power. 
And if they happen to string a couple of together, you don't really need too much when everyone's hitting bombs to kind of move you up the leaderboards. Uh, I think we've got our final game is going to be Seattle at Milwaukee. And uh, Milwaukee offense tonight. Let's find their ownership on Yahoo. So they are drawing some Grandel. They are expensive. But this is a great spot for the offense. Right? They're at home. Great ballpark. The top of the lineup, you know, Yelich and Grandel. They get to hit lefty against the opener, right, which is great. So they're, they're both hitting bombs their first at bat. Then by the time LeBlanc comes in, he's going to get, you know, Aguilar and Perez, and those guys will have the splits. And, and, and Braun the second time around. And I've liked LeBlanc quite a few times this season. He's, he's done good for me. This is not a Wade LeBlanc night. I, I, I'm pretty much going to have no Wade LeBlanc. And uh, like some of the people in chat, the Brewers offense, very, very nice tonight. Yeah, and of course, Fran Reyes hits its second bomb today. Uh, where, oh, was that? where was that yesterday? When yeah. I had just about 100% of them. Oh, gosh. Oh, well. In any case, yeah, the Brewers are one of the top offenses on the night here, especially over on Yahoo. Braun is a cash game staple yeah. at $11. He's too cheap. Aguiar. Reason I'm not going up to Hoskins as much is because he's $7 going up against a lefty that uh, can give up some bombs, especially over in Milwaukee. Grandall, maybe the reason why I'm not playing Real Muto. He's just crushing, should be leading off. Great bat going up against a bad Mariners bullpen and bad Mariners starter and long relief guy, whatever it is that they're doing nowadays. By the way, did you look at the starter stats over on Plate IQ? I mean, he's going to be in there for like an inning. That doesn't really concern me too much. No, uh, the, for 2019, he has four plate appearances, a 75% uh, strikeout rate, 100% hard hit rate, 100% fly ball rate, <laughs> minus one XFIP, minus one. That's uh, quite quite the achievement there. So, yeah, Milwaukee stacks. Uh, what about Seattle? Are you playing any Seattle? It's a great, I mean, ball, great ballpark upgrade for them as well about what I can say. It is. I don't mind Vogelbaum. I don't mind Seager. Problem is Hauser's probably only going to go three to four innings. Milwaukee has a very good bullpen. Like you target lefties more in Milwaukee than you do righties. So like it's really just the middle of the stack for me. Vogelbach, Navarez, Seager. All of them are a little bit too cheap considering their upside. They're the only decent hitters. Seager's out out of the lineup tonight, by the way. He is? You can play JP. You can play Crawford, Vogelbach, Navarez. Why is it my line? Oh, there it is. All right. Well, never mind. Uh, then it's just Vogelbach and Navarez just as a way to differentiate. Um, that's it. Like, I don't want to go up against a good bullpen in a bullpen game. All right. Let's uh, put a lineup together for uh, most of the guys that we like tonight. I think we were in agreement that pitcher, the Boyd Corbin, uh, you know, kind of highlight the chalkier plays for people. That's going to be the chalk combo, right? Uh, Boyd and Corbin, yeah. Yeah. We'll throw a real Muto. That's very hard to pass up at $12 a catcher. Um, first base, I think uh, we'll leave this one open because it, th- it's one of the spots where I think there's going to be some variation. You've got Hoskins at first base at 20. You're paying up, but you get Hoskins in the splits against Vargas. I think that's a, a pretty good spot. Um, Olsen more of a tournament play. I don't mind that. And if you go down, you've got Bohr if you wanted to get the splits versus Roark. And then if you go all the way down, you get Aguilar uh at seven bucks i think there's goldschmidt too there's a lot of variation at first base so that would be the spot in my lineup that's it's probably the last one for me to fill today does that make sense grant 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of got the same thing at second base, just not as drastic salary difference. I think I'll, I'm going to plug in Altuve because I think that's the guy you probably want to play. Yeah, but you can't go with Lestella. You can go with Cano. I, I'm going Altuve. Uh, Devin, if you want to put any YouTube QQs into chat, we'll get to those. If you guys have any, start asking. We're only going to have a minute or two to answer them, but I'll, I'll try to get to as many as I can. Uh, third base, where do you think the chalk's going to end up being? Third base, Suarez. Oh, Suarez, is... for sure. I'm, that's easy. Boom, done. People don't often play Suarez, even though his price has been decent. I don't mind going up to Bryant. Yeah, you can play Bryant. Baez at shortstop is probably the guy. If you have Aguilar is not in the lineup. Who? I don't think Aguiar is in the lineup. Oh, what did it just come out? That's what it said in chat. If not, ban him. All right. Um, let me look at the – what do we have on our – maybe I didn't update uh, the page. Yep, uh, I just – yeah, I got the RG alert. No IGR. Right. Perfect. So, uh, by shortstop, real quick, Baez, I think makes a lot of sense. You've got Bregman. And then, other than that, uh, Segura. The, yeah, Segura, DeJong. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of good plays at shortstop tonight. Uh, we mentioned Braun. Uh, I want to highlight if you want to pay for Trout or Yelich, I think both are very attainable in cash games tonight uh take your pick i don't think you can go wrong with either one of them if you're going a little cheaper uh, i like guys like michael brantley and otani i think both of those guys uh have quite a bit of upside while also being very very safe tonight uh and then uh who are a couple of your guys you were looking at in the outfield i mean if you want to go all the way down you can go with jose martinez obviously we mentioned chris davis and uh, Meadows is guys that are underpriced with very good hitters, just in a little tougher matchups. I don't mind either of them. Outside of them, that that's pretty much who I'm looking at for cash and tournaments, like just guys that aren't in great matchup with some power or paying up, knowing that a lot of people are going to pay up a little bit more or pay down a little bit more on the infield. Um, yeah, I mean, it's mostly those guys. You can go Acuna, you can go Conforto, you can go Soto, Springer, Alvarez, Trout, Yelich, but um yeah uh all right a couple qqs and we'll get on out of here in about five minutes uh yahoo cash goldie and trout or hoskins and harper goldie and trout yes i would agree with that but it's probably closer than you uh would think it is uh any interest in Vado or dietrich today so i think based on Kind of like the reverse splits there. I, I would have a lot more interest in them as a stack instead of using them as like one-offs today. I want the righties from Cincinnati. Um, but of course, I'm going to play Avado and a Dietrich uh, if I'm if I'm rostering the Cincinnati stuff. I like Dietrich. I like him more on DK, but he's definitely got some power in a good spot. Um, this is not a Yahoo question because Jordan Alvarez is $27 and Brantley is like 18 But if you had to pick between the two, are you taking Alvarez or Brantley? Not considering price, it's absolutely Alvarez. Um, if we are considering price, it's probably Brantley over on Yahoo and probably Brantley over Pretend on Pretend they, they were the same price. I don't know if that's... Alvarez and it's not even a question. Yeah, I think I would lean that way as well. Uh, a couple more. Bregman or Baez in a DraftKings tournament tonight? Let me pull up some ownership for DraftKings and, I, and I'll take a look at that for you. But what do you got? I mean, I'd probably go Baez. I wouldn't surprise me if uh, Bregman was higher owned. Currently, for ownership, we have him. Pegged. Bregman's doubling him up twenty to ten. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably go with uh, Baez. 
Oh, DJ I, GTV. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, th I think I would agree on that one as well. Based if, if the ownership really is two to one, uh, I would take Baez. Um, Frazier or a Mikel Franco? Franco. So we're, we're digging deep. Yeah, I think Franco, I'm going to take uh, that high total. Uh, I think he's got a better shot of hitting one out tonight as well. Uh, I, I'm not sure the meaning of this, and I'm not sure if I want to know. But uh, Laratan wants to know if you have any interest in a new shower head. I don't understand that. Maybe my hair's messed up. I don't know. I, I thought there was. I thought I might have missed something over the last week or so, and, and I was out of the loop because that's a scary question to ask people. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't quite understand that. I, I don't. I don't understand what's going on. Um, couple more QQs. Uh, Odorizzi, Gallon, or Valdez in a DraftKings tournament. And you got to pick two of them. Uh, I mean, I'd probably go Valdez Gallon. Uh, but I'd, I'd take Odorizzi and Gallon. I I do like Odorizzi uh, quite a bit tonight, and I, I definitely like Gallon. I just don't know if Valdez has enough strikeout upside on the slate to ship you a tournament. Um, well, I think that's going to about do it. Uh, don't forget, guys, I mentioned this at the top of the show. I will drop the link in chat for all of you. Yahoo! I talk about best ball a lot on the draft shows, right? That's basically been the only place we've been able to play it for what seems like the past two years. Well, Yahoo has gotten into it. You can see here they offer free leagues. So if you want to try to test out their software, you can just jump right into these for best ball. If you want to play for money, you can do that as well. You do have to draft the defense. Uh, it's half PPR. Um, other than that, the settings are, are pretty much the same that you're used to over on draft. So if you wanted to try something else or you had a bigger balance on Yahoo and you didn't want to put any on draft, make sure to check out Best Ball on Yahoo. It's currently web only, and it should be coming to your app uh, rather soon as they get that uh, development done on that one. Uh, also, thanks to all you guys for watching on YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe uh, helps us out over there, lets us know we're doing a good job. And if you want to get alerted every time we're live, click the little bell notification and it will alert you. Hey. Britt and Grant are on. They're talking Yahoo. Let's go have some fun and, and make some money tonight. So, Grant, I think we're going to get on out of here. Try give, give, give me give me some kind of take that you have for tonight. What do you? Oh wait, yeah, I got one. This is the same thing. I'll give you a tip, and I'll answer the question. All right. My favorite stack for the late games on Yahoo. Tampa Bay is the top stack on the slate. You like Tampa Bay? Give me. Uh, I like St. Louis for like a smaller stack because they're cheap with good players and it allows you to get whichever other stack that you want as well as good pitching. Uh, so give me some St. Louis players, just very, very underpriced on Yahoo today. Uh, that's going to get us out of here. Grant, thanks for coming on. Thanks to Yahoo for sponsoring. Thanks to all you for watching. I'm Britt and we out. Thank
up, guys? Beer here back in the fantasy bar with six of my favorite plays for FanDuel. Five hitters, one pitcher, of course, the beast of the night. But what team am I looking to stack up tonight? Belly up to the fantasy bar and find out. Welcome in, guys. Wednesday edition Beers Daily Fantasy Six Pack back here once again in the fantasy bar, providing six of my favorite plays on tonight's slate. Five hitters, one pitcher. Let's get started with a guy who I think is still underpriced on Fandle at second baseman, Derek Dietrich, just 3000 So again, remains a great value. This guy's probably a 35 dollars $4,000 hitter. We're talking about a guy with the second highest ISO in all of baseball against right-handed pitching, only behind my boy and MVP candidate, Christian Yelich. I'm getting a great value here in the heart of this order on Derek Dietrich. Not only ISO, Woba over 400. And both of those numbers, despite a batting average on balls in play, sitting at just 176. So talking about a guy, the numbers are outstanding. Could be even better here for Derek Dietrich. And Mr. Berea going to be pitching tonight for the Angels. You see that hard contact rate. And a Woba over 350. Loving the Reds. We really like this spot for Derek Dietrich at just 3,000. All right, let's go with starting pitching. We're going to go to the high end tonight. We're going to go with Patrick Corbin, 9,800. So last game against Miami, 52 FanDuel points, a complete game, only five strikeouts in that game. And Miami, not a huge strikeout team against left-handed pitching, but they're not a team that can do a lot of damage in other areas either. ISO, 29th in the league. Woba, 29th in the league. WRC Plus, 29th in the league. You're sensing a theme here. Only the Giants worse in these categories against left-handed pitching than the Miami Marlins. And you know, the Giants, always a target of mine, as is Miami here against Patrick Corbin. Has put up some big numbers over 50 four times since May 9th. I think he does it here again against the Marlins. And you get him under 10K at 9,800. All right, let's go to the outfield. Spend a little bit of money on Michael Conforto, 3,800. So three home runs now in the last eight games. So swinging a hot stick. BVP crowd, you're going to like this. It's only six at-bats, not a huge sample size, but two home runs in those six at-bats against Nick Pavetta. Almost a 300 ISO against righties. Woba well over 400 against right-handed pitching. And Pavetta's really struggled against lefties. So simple math here says Conforto a solid play. I think the Mets a very solid stack. Get some Alonzo in there. But Conforto being my favorite of the Mets here at 38. All right, let's get some value at first base at just 3,200. One of my favorite plays of the day, Matt Olson of the Oakland A's. So when I see Adam Wainwright on the schedule, I instantly think who are the left-handed hitters. Unfortunately, Oakland doesn't have a ton of them, but Matt Olson, the guy I want here at 3,200. Wainwright being bombed by left-handed hitters. 423 Woba allowed, 256 ISO, and a 46.9% hard contact rate. And for Olsen, none of the surface numbers really jump off the page. The numbers are solid, but he does have a nice hard contact number against right-handed pitching, a nice high-value hit rate, over 10%, and a great matchup here. Bryce, tough to beat on Matt Olsen tonight at just 3,200. Rolling right along here in the infield. Pick number five for us, third baseman Chris Bryant, 3,900. So been kind of quiet lately. Recency bias should help us in the ownership department here. I'm Chris Bryant. People may go two other guys in this price range. When you talk about a guy getting the job done against lefties, Chris Bryant filling the bill. ISO, Woba, WRC Plus, all in the top 10 in all of baseball. ISO's at 453, Woba's at 478, and the WRC Plus sitting at a nice 1. 
84. I talked about the stack I want tonight. That is the Chicago Cubs in a great spot here tonight against Dallas Keiko. All right, that's five. Now, before we look at my favorite play on the night, guys, who's your favorite play? Who's your beast of the night? Get in the comment section. Let me know your favorite play tonight here on FanDuel. Is it a hitter? Is it a pitcher? Some value calling a home run. Let's get some comments there. While you're there on YouTube, guys, if you enjoy the Daily Fantasy Six Pack, all I ask in return, click that thumbs up button. Really helps us out. I greatly appreciate it. Now, let's get to my favorite play. You know Mass, the beast of the night. All right, beast time. I mentioned I love the Cubs. We're going to stay there. We're going to stay on the infield. We're going to go with shortstop. Javier Baez, 3,700. Tonight's beast of the night. So a little bit opposite of Brian and the fact that this guy's been red hot lately. Double to FanDuel points now in five of the last seven games, so we're not going to get any recency bias, but where he is the same as Brian, really close in numbers to Chris Bryant. We talked about him ranking inside the top ten in some of the bigger categories. Baez not too far behind. You're talking about an ISO at 404, a Woba at 460 against left-handed pitching. And Dallas Keuchel, I realize, we don't have a huge sample size this season. And generally, a guy that's been good against right-handed hitters. But this season, off to a rough start. 390 Woba allowed, 250 ISO allowed. Going out of my way to stack my lineup with Chicago Cubs. Which there's one guy I want, not only in my stacks, in my tournaments as a one-off, or in my cash games at a tough shortstop position, it's Javier Baez, easily my favorite play on FanDuel in tonight's beast of the night. All right, guys, that wraps up here for Wednesday night on FanDuel. Any comments, questions, feedback, hit me up in the comment section right below the video, or you can reach out and call me on Twitter at BeermakersFan. From Rotogrinders.com, I am Beer Sansalu. Best of luck here tonight, guys. As always, we'll take tomorrow off. Be back with more from the Fantasy Bar on Friday. Good luck, and we'll see you right back here on Friday night. We'll see you guys. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current video's playlist.